families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, the Blue Raiders have taken the field, and Jalen Wirtz getting his warm-up pitches in to get underway. Wirtz, as we mentioned, has made one appearance, and that was over in the uh, baseball at the beach event, and uh, he'll get the start here today. Wirtz... uh, he is he is a, a big fella and middle has some guys on that pitching staff that can that, that look impressive getting off the bus if nothing else. And that's right. Ward six four two oh five a sophomore played at Station Camp High School in Gallatin. So we're just about set to go and this one scheduled for three thirty. We're gonna miss that by about uh, about four or five minutes. So the first pitch of the game is a pop up bunt foul that went over the screen and into the stands. And the first pitch is a foul ball. Underway at 335, Chip. All right. And the temperature, cloudy sky. The wind has died down some. Here's a ground ball foul past third. And that'll be an 0-2 count now. I'll catch the temperature. I think it's 50 degrees. Let's see what it says here. I'll check the old my radar out. 51. All right. The 0-2 is hit on a line, just foul past third. And count stays 0-2. The Bonnies are uh, decked out in their Brown uniforms. The unfortunate part about that is they have brown numbers. It's uh, with a, with a, really a, tough to see with a white outline. <laughs> yeah. 
players may like it, broadcasters no can do. It's, uh, it makes it tough. The 0-2 is upstairs. It's 1-2. Blue Raiders in their traditional home whites with the royal lettering and numerals. Bouncing ball toward third. It'll be taken there by Jennings. He will throw to first for the out. And one up, one down on a 5-3 put out here in the top of inning number one. I'm trying to remember, John, when those Blue Raider home uniforms changed uh, from the number on the front used to be red, so they were yeah. uh, they were identical to the Dodger uniforms, yeah. and that's what Coach Stanford and Coach Pete for a while. I think it was during his time that they changed that that number to be uh, royal blue as well. Yeah, and then it, uh, instead of looking like the Dodger uniforms, they look like the royal uniforms. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you're you're exactly right, and especially when you have Raiders across the front, it yeah. looks a little even more like uh, Kansas City. Adam Rankin is up. He is a he is the left fielder, poked one foul, now pitch upstairs, it's one and one. Ranky was four for four in the first game. Pitch to him here is upstairs. He had uh, one of, he scored one of the three St. Bonaventure runs. Inside, ball two. Scoreboard saying three. Well, is that right? That's, that, that probably is right. I'm still between, uh, when you have oh. the short uh, time between, in, between games and you're trying to fill out your scorebook, <laughs> sometimes you miss a pitch. <laughs> And you got that right. So we'll go three and one. And the pitch here, pop foul to the right side. And the condition still a little uh, a little chillier, obviously, when we had a huge crowd out here on Tuesday oh, for opening day. Crowd. Perfect weather, but, you know, There's uh, ball four that just missed. Well, that was a pretty good pitch. Very nice pitch, but Wirtz is going to be charged with a walk as Ranky takes first base. Third baseman number 12, Jack Putney. Jack Putney, the third baseman, will be up. The Bonnies had a little success early innings against the Blue Raiders in game one. Now you've got... Wirtz working from the stretch. The right-hander deals, and it's low. He has been nibbling all around yeah. that strike zone. That was a breaking pitch that just barely missed at the bottom of the zone. Well, John, I'm also seeing a couple of umbrellas pop up and folks putting ponchos on. Well, we've been expecting uh, a little bit of drizzle off and on all day, and the fact that we've gotten this far just pretty amazing to me. Well, I had to drive down to Manchester this morning and I was in light rain coming all the way back up I-24. 1-0 delivery. Strike called. And count even up now. One ball, one strike. Ironically, it's, you know, with Middle being in Murfreesboro and St. Bonaventure being in Olean, New York, Throw over to first is not in time. 
school, I mean, has never played them in anything, I don't think. Maybe, you know, in track you run across or golf or tennis or something. But the men's basketball team was on their way back from Canada, uh, that Canadian trip, and had a stop at St. Bonaventure's. And uh, after Middle had won three in Montreal uh, in three days, they uh, dropped a close game in front of a packed house at uh, St. Bonaventure, and now here they show up on the baseball schedule. Well, I think traditionally. Another throw nearly caught him leaning. I think traditionally they probably play better basketball than baseball. Yeah. Catholic school out of uh, western New York. Closest uh, airport, major airport, is Syracuse, or Buffalo, rather. So, uh, pitch there misses in the county even at two and two. Is that where y'all flew out of? Wasn't no y'all to it. It was them. I, I, I actually <laughs> did those games remotely. Oh. Uh, and uh, from the Hall of Fame building. But okay. that, that is what happened. Here's a ground ball chance for two, four, six, three. And down on the double play goes Putney uh, and Ranky. So, a four, six, three DP. Uh, ends the inning for St. Bonaventure. In the inning, no runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We go to the bottom of the first. It's St. Bonaventure nothing, and the Blue Raiders come into bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. No score after a half inning. Middle Tennessee getting set to bat, and the Blue Raiders will be facing left-hander Gabe Watts, who in himself is a pretty good-sized fellow on the mound, John. Yeah, a year ago he appeared in 18 games all in relief. And in those 18 games he appeared in 30, uh, 23 innings, Gave up 27 runs, 25 of them earned on 39 hits, 15 walks, 19 strikeouts, 9.78 ERA, and 0-1 record. Well, good news uh, from Statesboro, Georgia today. Middle Tennessee softball knocks off North Carolina A&T 8-0 earlier today. They'll be playing Georgia Southern. Matter of fact, that game is underway. They're in the third, and... And Middle Tennessee up 2-0 on the Eagles. They're off to a pretty good start. Well, they are. They are off to a very good start. They went to California and then Fort Myers. First pitch as Eston Snyder 
leads things off and a strike called on the outside part of the plate. Snyder, one for four, scored three times in game one. Here swings and fouls. That one got into the Bonnie's dugout along the third base side. So yeah, they're down in a, in a tournament this weekend down at Georgia Southern. Pitch outside, one ball, two strikes on Eston Snyder. Snyder hitting 261, he's driven in three on the season. That one got away from Gabe Watts and it was outside, two yeah. balls and two strikes. That's all about Feeling, feeling the fingertips or lack thereof. 2 2 delivery outside. It's 3 and 2. And that makes the count go full. No score here early. Blue Raiders won the first game 16 to 3. There's one poked off the end of the bat off the screen in front of the Blue Raider dugout and a perfect bounce <laughs> to Zabluski, the uh, the first baseman. Do want to mention if uh, you're listening and want to drop us an email today, blueraidernet at gmail.com is the new email address this year. That's blueraidernet at gmail.com. That pitch fouled away off to the right side and Stays at 3-2. Snyder doing a good job of fighting off a couple of pitches there. Just uh, trying to go get them fouled, stay in the, stay in the count. There's there one go. hit high to the left side. Wynn may hold it up. Ranky goes over. He'll make the catch right at the edge of the grass and warning track. But Snyder put a charge into that one into left field. Well, Snyder had a home run in the first game, so uh, he's got a little pop there. Speaking of a little pop, here is Brett Coker, the Blue Raider shortstop. He was part of that inning ending, 4-6-3 double play. He hits one high to the left field side. That's kind of in no man's land. Left fielder comes in, he will make the catch. So Ranky has made uh, two putouts here early on, but Coker first pitch hitting for out number two. Ah, oh, the sounds of spring in the background. This, this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, DJ Wright, who is, you know, he had, uh, what, he had two home runs Tuesday, correct? Yeah. Against Southeast Missouri. Here takes a pitch on the corner for a strike. It's 0-1. Had a couple of hits in that uh, in that first game, but he was also hit a couple of times. Yes, he was, and th that pitch in the dirt and squirts through uh, the catcher, Biscalis. So the count even now, one ball, one strike, two out in the inning. Here's a ground ball towards short, gets through for a base hit. And everything has gone to left field here early. And that a base hit for D.J. Wright. So the Raiders get 
their first base runner of game two. Now it will be designated hitter Jeremiah Boyd. And I'll tell you, he was impressive on Tuesday against Southeast Missouri and really gave you hope of that extra really unknown power hitter yep. uh, in the lineup. He takes a strike. Boyd off to a great start of the season, hitting 400. He's hit two home runs and driven in five. Right at first. Getting his lead against the left-hand pitching Watts. Just barely missed outside. Yep, it's one and one on Boyd. Boyd. Transfer from Presbyterian College. Swings and misses there, and the count goes to one and two. Got him on a changeup. Well, he was a blue hose at uh, Presbyterian and gets to wear a blue helmet for the Blue Raiders. So blue is in his color palette. (laughs) One ball and two strikes. Pitch there, swing and a miss. Had a breaking pitch, and Boyd... Took a good cut at it, but it goes down on strikes. That is the first strikeout for Gabe Watts. We've got an inning in the books. No runs on a hit, one left in the bottom of the first. No score between Middle Tennessee and St. Bonaventure. Back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. (sighs) Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm gonna bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. No score through one inning here at Three Smith Field. Game two of a four-game series between Middle Tennessee and St. Bonaventure. And game three will be, well, we'll say it's scheduled for noon tomorrow. And single game on Sunday also at noon. Today was supposed to have been a single game and a doubleheader tomorrow, but because the weather for tomorrow looks worse than today, they went ahead and flip-flopped that and played a noon game earlier. And now this was a scheduled, well, kind of a scheduled 3 o'clock game, but it (laughs) worked out to be 30 minutes or 40 minutes after the conclusion of game one, and that's where we are. Why is it it feels like Saturday? I, I know Thomas Grilly will lead it off, and he takes a big cut at the first offering from Jalen Wirtz, and it's 0-1. And you know, you've got uh, – we talked about the, the brown jerseys, and it almost looks like they're wearing 
black helmets. Is that what do you think that is? Man, let me zoom in on that a little bit. Yeah. The 01 is low and it's one in one. Oh, they they're definitely not brown. No, I, it's, I think it's, you're it's right. A, it's I think a darker it's a bl- color. Yeah. It's a very different palette than the the brown jerseys. (laughs) 1-1 delivery. Bouncing ball toward second base. JT Mabry up with it and kind of led D.J. Wright with the throw a little bit, but D.J. went down to one knee, made the catch with his glove extended out the foul line and uh, able to make the play. You know, one of the things we've seen in these – these uh, three home games now that we've played, D.J. Wright is really helping his uh, infielders. Yes, he is. He's made some really nice plays. And that's one of the things that Jerry Myers talked about after the game on Tuesday. There's a pitch that stayed inside. And uh, give me give me your your pronunciation on Mark Mark here. Um, let's see. This is uh, Mark. Uh, Direggi. I think that's how I had Direggi, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And so, and again, we apologize to moms and granddads along the way. Yeah, it's Direggi. Direggi. okay. Direggi, yeah. I want to make sure we get it well, correct. Well, that's, uh, that's the pronunciation that, that they, uh, they've given us. They gave, they gave <laughs> us, yeah. So, 1-1. One, one is in for a strike at the knees, and it's a ball and two strikes. And Direcci, 0 for 4 in game one, which was also game one of the season for St. Bonaventure. The next pitch pops out of the mitt of Jared Vitato, goes out and picks it up on that area of artificial turf that is around the back part of home plate up to the near end of each dugout. Then it takes over natural grass after that. Two balls, two strikes. Ball hit high in the air in foul territory. Here comes right, and that ball is going to get up into the stands. And there was a rush to go get that foul ball. You know, in the first game, uh, we had one that came back up here to our right. And it took uh, several minutes for a young person to, <laughs> to even attempt to come up here. You know, there's no rule that says you have to be a young person to go after the foul ball. Uh, well, that's true. Two balls and two strikes on Dirac-G. That one, they say. That got him in the hand. Well, I don't know. They're, call, it, they're calling foul ball, but it went in fair territory. And Diragji is down. He there. The umpire, I think, is saying that hit off the end of the bat. You know, that was what it sounded like to me, Chip. Now we're going to have a little. Whether he did or not, Diragji is selling it. Okay. He is down, uh, crumpled up in front of the plate, in part of the cutout. Now he is going to go. Well, head coach is going over to the bench. I don't know if they're – are they calling that a hit-by-pitch? It looks like I, they are. I think they are, Chip. But the first notion, they never made a signal toward toward first. They made the like a foul ball call. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, I was uh, – I'm like you. I thought I heard it hit the bat, the, the hit. knob. 
dragged you saying what you heard was the wrist bone. You know, a day like today. Yep. Oh, that has got to hurt. And what do you do? You know, do you put the ethyl chloride? I don't even know whether they do that anymore. <laughs> then maybe so a hit, hit, a hit batsman, and now Chet Zablowski at the plate. He takes a pitch high. So a runner on, and one out, top of the second. They used to have the freeze spray that was in the, and what you're talking about, yeah. toss over to first, and it was one of those where they, in the old days, they had to turn it upside down, and it mixed, I guess, and came out. Now it's just whatever they have is just in an aerosol-type can. Yeah. Ball and no strikes, runner at first. And one out in the inning. That pitch yep. struggled to and missed. It's two and oh. Zablowski. Standing in. He is the Bonnie's first baseman. Swing and a miss there. Nice pitch. Yeah. Good He's velocity from Jalen Wirtz. Needed to come back with a good pitch. He, he, it was almost like after the hit batter, he was through him a little bit. Two-one delivery, and that one hit him. Oh gosh, that one hit him on the elbow area. So back to back hit batters, and you know we talk about walks being. The undoing of pitchers <laughs> hitting a batter will do it just as quickly. Well, in that first game, uh, the Bonnies managed to hit six, and it led to a lot of runs. It did. And now, with two out or with one out rather in the inning, and runners at first and second, Jake Biscalis he takes a strike. He is the catcher and not a big guy. I was just going to say, they got him listed at 5'10", but I don't think he's 5'10". I think that's an optimistic 5'10". Wirtz with a pitch outside. It's one and one. And, you know, the Raiders could use another ground ball to a middle infielder here. Ragji at second and Zablowski at first. That pitch misses and it's two and one. Miss Galitz, uh a senior, limited action last year. It looks like he had maybe, uh, oh gosh, uh, 24 plate appearances. Well, he is in the box up tight to the plate here and Swings and fouls one into the screen, and that'll even it up at two balls and two strikes. Wirtz trying to get out of a little trouble here in the top of the second as St. Bonaventure has runners at first and second and one out. The win still coming in from the right field corner. 2-2, two -two, misses outside, 3-2. and two. When I first got here about... Oh, one o'clock. You all were already on the move, and 
and it seemed like it was coming straight in from right field. It now looks like it's now moving kind of from right to left foul pole. There's a strikeout as Bascalas swings and misses at the two-strike pitch. That will be strikeout number one on the day for Jalen Wirtz and the second out of the inning. And that would be a First Vision Bank strikeout, uh, Chip. First Vision Bank is the, uh, the official strikeout sponsor for the Blue Raider baseball this year. Here's a pitch low, Kyle Kakamis. At the plate, second base for number 22, Kyle Kakamis. Kakamis, okay. Kakamis. Okay, we'll go with that. I, that sounds good. That sounds good. We wanted to make sure that was correct. Is that right? Okay, cockamize. And uh, there we got a bunch of thumbs up from over there in the in the main part of the the press box. But uh, yeah, this is as challenging of a uh, of a uh, a lineup of yep. names that we've had in a while. Yep. Two balls on cockamize. He is a left-handed hitter. Two out in the inning now, and here's a ball hit high and deep to right field. Going stay back in, is Snyder. Wind is going to knock it down, and Snyder's going to make the catch for the third out of the inning. I'll tell you, John, off the bat, it looked <laughs> like it had a chance to get out of here, but you it know, got that, up into that wind so in, quickly. In April or May, that goes out of this ballpark. I think you're right on that. For uh, the Bonnies in the top of the inning, no runs on, no hits. Two men left on, no Blue Raider errors. Still no scores. We head to the bottom of the second. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Must be 70s day at the ballpark. We've had <laughs> ABBA music in between innings twice already. Yeah, that was a wasted decade as far as I'm concerned musically. Oh, except, no. Oh. Except Lester Roadhog Moran and, and the Cadillac, Cadillac Cowboys. Cowboys. But did, uh, I did a, an interview, speaking of that, recently, uh, recently being in the last uh, two or three months with Don Reed, yeah. the uh, lead singer, uh, one of the lead singers and one of the brothers that were, that founded the Statler Brothers. We, already, we do have some... Uh, some emails in. We'll check on those in a minute. We really do appreciate those at Blue Raider Net at uh, gmail.com. Bottom of the second for the Blue Raiders. Jackson Galloway leads it off. Galloway 
in game one, 0 for 3, takes a pitch high. And uh, underway here as uh, Gabe Watts had a, gave up a hit in the first inning, but that was it. 1-0 is upstairs, and we mentioned you mentioned he had 18 appearances last year, and all were out of the bullpen, so right. moving him into a starter's role. Here's a 2-0. Strike called on the outside corner on Galloway, the left fielder. And they are, they've <clears throat> apparently decided to make one of the starters the closer. Of course, we weren't in a situation in the first game where you'd see a closer. Right. Is that 3-1 now? 3-1 and one on Galloway after that pitch missed. Galloway from Kansas City, Missouri. 3-1 delivery here. Stayed upstairs, and that's a walk for Galloway. And Galloway gets the first walk of the day for the Blue Raiders. That'll bring up catcher Jared Vitato. Vitato pinch hit and was one for one in game one. Came in late when the Blue Raiders uh, added a bunch of runs. Vitato also from Gallatin but played at Davidson Academy. And he takes ball one. He uh, was 0 for 4 uh, over in the Carolinas, 1 for 1 today. So he's hitting 200. Yep, getting it going. I, I can handle <clears throat> that kind of match. That's yeah. 1 for 5. I can do that one. The 1-0 pitch is in for a strike. And here's Watts checking the runner at first. Then a swing through on a breaking pitch, and it's one and two. Nobody out here in the bottom of inning number two. If you're getting off work on this Friday afternoon, swing on by the ballpark. Hope you got a wind jacket on. It is just a bit chilly. It's not like Tuesday when it was just perfect. It was great on Tuesday. You know, yesterday it was 81 degrees. There's a swing and a miss, and down goes Vitato for the first out of the inning. And that is the second strikeout for Watts. But yesterday, it's you know, it's one of those welcome to Tennessee weather deals. Uh, yesterday was the, the warmest day ever recorded in February in Nashville. And today, the high has been about 51. There's a ball hit down the line and left. It's gonna get blown foul. And it's 0-1 as JT Mabry, the Blue Raiders' second baseman, takes his first cut of the day. And that's another example of that uh, that win. Right now it's going, blown across from right to left. Every once in a while it'll shift around and come in uh, directly out of the center field, which is out of the northeast. That pitch is upstairs, and count evens up now at, at – uh, one and one. Paul Ante listening in, I'm going to say Guelph, Ontario, Canada. His uh, grandson pitches for St. Bonaventure. And uh, thank you for the kind words, Paul, or Mr. Mr. Ante. Uh, his grandson 
is Liam Devine, and his parents are here at the game. So he probably heard them on the crowd mic uh, cheering on the Bonnies a bit earlier. Well, Liam is that, uh, that starter that is now going to be their closer. Their closer. Okay, well, there you go. It's great when a full story comes together right there like that. Three balls and one strike on J.T. Mabry with one out. Bottom of the second and the pitch from Watts. Runner goes. The throw down is going to be in time for a caught stealing 2-4. Now, wait a minute. Did he drop the ball? He's staying there. Oh, it was ball four. Oh, the, okay. Duh, it's early in the season. <laughs> so, Yeah, ball four will uh, have that effect. That's right. I got to get back. I still got basketball games left to do, but I got to get into baseball mode. That's the second walk of the inning and second walk of the day for Gabe Watts. So two on now with uh, just one out in the bottom of the second and third baseman Gabe Thomas, or Gabe Jennings rather, to the plate. Jennings was one for four, scored a couple of runs in game one today. Takes a strike there. I tell you what, he is really turning into an outstanding third baseman. Jennings hitting 235 on the young season, seven runs batted in and two home runs. His average is not very high, but he's being very productive. Here's a ground ball. It'll be grabbed by Watts. Only play is at first, and he will get the out there on a one to three put out, but that'll move Galloway up to third, and Mabry will move up to second. So it'll take a two-out hit, but a two-out hit would probably plate two as center fielder Luke Vinson comes to the plate. Luke had an RBI single in that big eighth inning. There's a pitch outside. Tony Kessinger also checking in. Ah. And had to mention that it's 78 degrees in Melbourne, huh? Florida today. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Vincent. Hey, Tony. <laughs> Vincent hitting 316. Five runs batted in. Takes a strike on the corner, and it's one and one. Uh, Tony Kessinger is one of our most loyal Blue Raider fans, he baseball fans there is. He wins the prize for that, no question. I'll tell you what. There's a pitch poke, poked foul down the left side. And count will be one and two with two outs. Blue Raiders here with a two-out opportunity, and Early in game one, weren't able to cash those opportunities in, but did later on. Let's see where they, how they can finish this inning up. 1-2 delivery. That one's hit toward the gap in left center. Ranging over is Ranky, the left fielder, and he will make the catch for out number three. The Blue Raiders had no hits in the inning, no runs. They leave two and no Bonnie's errors. We've played two complete now, still no score between St. Bonaventure and Middle Tennessee as you listen to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. 
fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Two innings in the books on this Friday afternoon. Game two, a doubleheader between St. Bonaventure and Middle Tennessee. And it will be the shortstop, Biagian, Artin Biagian, to lead things off the 9 1 and 2 hitters for. For St. Bonaventure against Blue Raiders starter Jalen Wirtz. Top of the third. Both pitchers have gotten through the first two innings. Oh. And that one hit him right between the one and the eight in the back. That's his third hit batter of this ball game. And this one is a leadoff hit batsman. So Biagian will be on first. So far, the two other hit batters have not come back to haunt the Blue Raiders. Well, I thought Wirtz did a nice job of pitching around those consecutive hit runners at first and second with uh, just one out. Got a, a big strikeout and then a fly ball. Now Tarnish, the center fielder, takes a strike and it's 0-1. What he needs here is a ground ball. That's what Tarnish did in that first inning was ground to Jennings. Now that's, that's a base hit to right as yeah. Tarnish gets it down and the runner. Biagian is going to go to third, and now the ball gets away. They miss the cutoff man, and ending up at second yeah. is going to be Jace Tarnish. So second and third and no outs is the situation. That's going to be a single and taking second on the throw is my guess. That's the way I would the score. Adam uh, that's not. We'll get that's that's got to be driving them crazy in the, the Raider dugout watching. Yeah, got to hit the cutoff man. So we got confirmation that is indeed the case. It is a single. Strike called. That was a pretty pitch. Oh gosh, break it! Nice Broke right in, in on the on the on the inside corner, as Adam Ranke, the left fielder, who has been busy on the defensive side here in the early going. Count 0 and 1, ground ball towards short, and the play will be at first. A run will score on a 6-3 putout on a fielder's choice. See, that's. Uh, what that uh, hit, missing that cutoff man did was got scored him a run. Scored him a run, and it uh, kept him from turning a double play. That was a double play ball. That's exactly right. And Tarnish moves to third on the play. So one out, runner at third. First run in, and St. Bonaventure leads 1-0. That'll bring Jake Putney to the plate, the third baseman. 
So you've got a hit and a hit batsman in this inning. Strike call there, and it's one and one. And you've got to run because you can't hit the cutoff man. One ball, one strike, one out, and one run in for St. Bonaventure. Pitch here just off the corner, and it is two and one. Well, for Jalen Wirtz, no real activity in the bullpen, so he's going to have a little bit of a leash here and have the opportunity to work out of this. Line drive caught by the second baseman, J.T. Mabry, and that's a quick second out. And well, he timed his jump right on that. Yes, he? he did. So that's a liner to the second baseman for out number two, and that'll bring up designated hitter Thomas Grilly. Designated hitter number three, Thomas Grilly. One nothing. Saint Bonaventure. Swing and a miss there. May have taken a little oh. something off that. Yeah, he changed up on him there. Had him way out in front. No balls and a strike. Wirtz works on the man at the plate, oh. throws a night. It's that same bender yeah, that he threw, he, threw yeah. again. For for right-handed hitters, it, it starts out right at him and then – Bends back in across the the uh, corner of the plate, and that's a real live curveball. That's yes, not, it is. Uh, that's not a slider there. So two strikes on Grilly, and a ball hit foul and deep down the line. That gets into the Blue Raider bullpen, or even, I guess it even drifted over even a little farther. Count stays at 0-2. Blue Raider basketball tomorrow afternoon, three o'clock. Louisiana Tech is in town. Blue Raider win tomorrow would 95% wrap up a first-round buy in the Conference USA Tournament. And that, those buys are important, aren't they? Yes, they are. There's an 0-2 pitch that's outside. You know, John, last weekend uh, we talked about, you know, uh, everything that went on in the FAU and the FIU games on Thursday and Saturday. You know, when you boil it down, if you like numbers in sports, uh, there's a pitch that's oh. inside, just missed, and it is two and two. But the win over FAU, believe it or not, in 50 years of Murphy Center was the first ranked team for middle to win against at home. They've beaten ranked teams before, but never inside the glass house. Wow. There's a swing and a miss at a high fastball, and down goes Grilly. And Wirtz brought his best stuff right there. And that'll do it for St. Bonaventure in the inning. They do score a run on one hit, and they leave a man. No Blue Raider errors. We head to the bottom of inning number three. One-nothing St. Bonaventure on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the third coming up for the Blue Raiders. It will be the 9-1 and 2 hitters for Middle Tennessee. That'll be actually be the top of the order, won't it? Yeah, we go back to the top. Luke Vincent flat out. Uh, Terrain key out uh, in left field. Left field in right. And it'll be Snyder, Coker, and Wright. So Eston Snyder, who uh, flied out to left field his first time up, 0 for 1 today. Takes a pitch outside, but going back to last weekend yeah. in basketball, that was that the win against FAU. We mentioned it was the first top 25 win at home as FAU was ranked 25th. Another pitch outside, it's 0-2. Then you come up to Saturday, and against FIU, from all we can determine, it was the biggest comeback for a win in the Glass House in the 50 years of the Glass House. There's a 2-0 pitch that misses. It's 3-0. and Showed bunt there, but he was not serious. Yep, and... And it was also a 35-point turnaround. Middle was down 33-9, to came back to win by 11. And there's on four straight pitches, Eston Snyder draws a walk. And on top of that, John, that win against FIU was the 1,300th in program history. Shortstop number 13, Brett Coker. I love numbers. <laughs> when it comes to sports... Well, most folks who are baseball fans first, uh, that, that, that's, that's a lot of times the case. Here's Brett Coker. Hits one high in the air to left center field. That ball is going to be caught right in front of the burger bar sign out in left center. Yeah, and uh, he didn't have another step to go. No, he did not. That was right up against the wall. So F8 on the putout for out number one here in the bottom of the third. Got to give our man Nathan Wallach a little credit here. We'll show him some some love. They did some changing around of how the graphics on the scoreboard look this year, like the line score. There's the you know where the the boxes on the inning line score, and then the the ball strikes and outs is a little more. It jumps out at you to its own little box over there, and uh, much easier to read this year. Oh yeah, and uh, the thing I like uh, the radar. It actually stays posted long enough for you to read it. (laughs) 
There's a ground ball foul to the left side. Count even one and one on D.J. Wright, who has the Raiders' only hit of the afternoon so far here in game two. He singled back in inning number one. Middle had a leadoff walk. And Eston Snyder gets his lead at first against the left-hander, Gabe Watts. Takes a jump, but there's a swing and a miss on the pitch by Wright. And the count goes to one and two. No, oh, no that's it. That's, that's number three. You know, we've one of the things that, that's, that we saw in the first game, really for the first time today, is how the pitch clock is coming into effect. And sometimes, you know, there's a strike or a ball call, depending on who does what, that we don't necessarily that's hear right. about up here. That is absolutely right. And we had that uh, we had one go against us. They had one go against them. And it all happened right around the same time. Yeah. Delayed steal, and that ball's going to get into center field. Here comes Snyder. He gets up but decides better of it and sticks it second, but that's going to be a stolen base for Snyder. Now you've got Jeremiah Boyd uh, with a man in scoring position, kind of like the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremiah Boyd hitting 381. Two home runs. That was a terrible throw. <laughs> I don't know if he slipped or, or what, because it tailed away on the first base side a second and got into the outfield. Yeah. Fortunately for uh, for St. Bonaventure, Tarnish had come in backing up the play and kept that ball in front of him, and Snyder at second. Two oh, balls and no strikes on Boyd. Blue Raider DH takes a pitch low, and it's 3-0. and Well, he is a guy that can get you a lead with one swing. There's no question about that. And he's got a five-game hitting streak. He's hit uh, safely in all five games. See if he can extend it right here. Upstairs, ball four. Well, it's hard to extend it if they walk you. That's correct. Fourth walk given up by Gabe Watts. He has struck out three. That'll bring up Jackson Galloway. Watts takes a look as Galloway, the left fielder at the plate. Pitch inside, and still the Raiders with a two-out chance here. But runners at first and second with two outs. Year ago, Galloway, the leading hitter on this Blue Raiders squad, and you know that uh, he is not a 105 hitter. He's going to break out, and you just know that it's going to happen just about any time. Yeah, he, he, he was uh, – I can't remember whether he was actually playing or whether he got inserted into the lineup about two or three weeks into the season. But, you know, once he got in there, it really took off. Yeah, it, it, he, he didn't uh, – they weren't taking him out after that. No, and hitting 105 is an aberration right now. 2-0 delivery coming. Galloway takes outside. It was so far outside it almost looked like a pitch out. It did. So it's 3-0. and St. Bonaventure leading 1-0, bottom of the third. 
Watts checks the runner at second and comes home for a pitch that looked pretty good, but ends up being ball four, and that will load him up for Jared Vitato. Three walks in the inning and five in the game, and that will bring a visit to the mound. And it looks like Coach Jason Rathbun, not sure if it's him or his pitching coach. You know, that's one thing, if I was in charge of the rules, we're getting rid of these uh, short sleeve pullovers for the coaches. You gotta wear your uniform with a number. I don't think those are short sleeve. I think those are well, Marcus. The sleeve length (laughs) doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, I'm with you. Wear your uniform. I'm with you. And and while I'm at it, let's go back to stirrups. Oh. And no no more trousers. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the uh, Silent George did one thing to hurt baseball. <laughs> you know, you go back. You remember anybody before George Hendrick that uh, went with the the long pants? The long pants. Yeah. So that will uh, that that visit to the mound is over. Bases loaded, two outs. Vita toe the batter hits one through the right side. That'll score at least one. They'll make the turn at third, but they'll hold up there. But the Raiders tie it up with a two-out single from Jared Vitato that plates Eston Snyder. Good job from Vitato. Second baseman, number uh, 11, Odds are against him anyway, lefty, yep. lefty against lefty, but uh, he gets it, pulls it through the hole. Yep, pulled it right in between the first and second baseman. Now you've got JT Mabry who walked his first time up, hits one toward the gap in right center. That's going to drop for a base hit. One run scores. Here comes a second run, and Middle Tennessee leads 3-1. to Wow, nice piece of hitting there by Mabry, who just hit it where they weren't. And uh, Vitito able to go first to third on that. Yes, he was. Uh, you know, he doesn't go. Uh, if, if there's just one out, he's going to end up at second. Yep. So back-to-back hits for middle. And that'll bring up Gabe Jennings, the third baseman. Middle has scored three runs on two hits in the inning and three walks. First pitch to Jennings. Misses for ball one. Chip, that's something we were having trouble with early in the uh, in the first game was the Two out hitting. How many times did we leave the bases loaded in the first two innings? Twice. Yep. Six uh, left on in the first two innings. One ball, one strike on Jennings. Bouncing ball up the middle, and the second baseman. I think he was standing on the bag when he caught it. In an awkward-looking play, (laughs) kind of stumbled and got the ball all at one time, but that will be – A fielder's choice for unassisted, which you don't see very often on your scorecard. You do not. But in the inning, Middle Tennessee scores three runs on two hits. They leave uh, three, and there were no errors. So it's a new game now. Middle Tennessee leading three to one after three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Three inning line score for St. Bonaventure. One run, one hit, no errors. They've left three men on base. Middle Tennessee, three runs on three hits, no errors. And the Blue Raiders have left five on base through three innings. Again, this is the first day of real games for the Bonnies. For the Blue Raiders, second weekend of play after going down to Conway, South Carolina to play in the baseball at the beach event. Got plenty of baseball coming up next week, too. We'll be at home on Tuesday. Is it Tuesday against Belmont? Uh, I, think, I think it is Tuesday. I think you're right. And then uh, we've got uh, Toledo coming in for a weekend series. I know Evansville's coming in sometime soon as well. Yeah, they're coming in uh, the weekend of the 10th, 11th, and 12th of March. So here we go to the top of inning number four. Mark Durakji, the right fielder, will lead it off. Durakji was hit by a pitch, as were two other Bonnies earlier in the game. Durakji takes a pitch inside there. And <laughs> Nearly caught one on his belt buckle. Well, he sure did. The wind has quit. It has stopped. The flag is limp in center field on the Howard and Sally Wall. You know, we saw that happen several times in game one, and then just just about the time you, you notice it and mention it. Check swing pop up on the infield. Blue Raiders second baseman J.T. Mabry makes the catch for out number one. Just about the time you notice it and say something about it, it'll start howling at you again. So right now it's it's pretty dormant. Chet Zabluski, also a victim of a Jalen Wirtz pitch earlier, swings and misses on a 77 mile an hour changeup. If you Jalen Wirtz, so you've got to be feeling a little bit better. Oh, inning. yes, absolutely. You got a little room to play with? Oh, no. Swing and a miss there. That breaking ball of his today has been very, very effective. So it's a quick 0-2 count on Zablewski. To the plate again and out on three pitches, and he brought him three breaking balls, 77, 76, and 77 miles an hour. 
And down on strikes goes Zablewski. And, you know, these guys were watching and uh, Jaden Ham throwing them fastballs, 92, 93, 94 in that game one. Now they're having to face that, uh, that curveball. Here we go, Biscalos, the catcher. They just didn't see much breaking stuff in game one. I, I remember a few sliders, and that was about it. Well, that was a curveball that didn't curve. Didn't curve. <laughs> and came in on Biscalos, and he backed out, returned away from it. Either that or it was a fastball that didn't go where it was supposed to. That pitch a strike. <laughs> Biscalos struck out his first time up. 0 for 1 in this game. Wurtz to the plate, strike three called, and down he goes. Oh. Put that reverse K in the book there. And that is strikeout number four for Jalen Wirtz in the inning. It was a quick one, two, three for the Bonnies. We head to the bottom of the fourth. It is three to one. Blue Raiders leading St. Bonaventure on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Fourth inning of today's game is the Wendy's inning. If your Blue Raiders get a hit during their half of the fourth inning, everyone wins a free Dave single cheeseburger courtesy of Wendy's. 3-1 middle, and, you know, John, it was nice to see middle come back after scoring the runs to uh, get St. Bonaventure in a quick one, two, three, top of the fourth and try to keep that bit of momentum. Oh, worse was, uh, no, I don't think I've seen him better yeah. in his, uh, his whole time here. And it was all that breaking ball. Yeah. He was, uh, I think I saw one fastball, he was throwing breaking, breaking balls for strikes. Yep. And that makes a, you can do that. For a breaking ball pitcher, that's a good thing. Yep. The uh, umbrellas have come back up. They have popped up like a crop of mushrooms out there. <laughs> and so we're just set to go to the bottom of inning number four. Nothing doesn't seem like anything is really hard. You can tell the aluminum bleachers are, uh, are, are wet, but uh, there's not like water puddling no. on them or anything. 
So the Raiders will open up with Luke Vinson here in the bottom of the fourth. He showed bunt and took one over the top of his head for ball one. All right, now they're saying that uh, rain is forecast for the next hour, but if it doesn't get any heavier than this, we'll just keep playing. Vinson pops one up in the infield, and it's taken by the second baseman. Cockamize, right? Cockamize. Okay. Well, what we need to do is get through this fourth and then through the <laughs> top half of the fifth, and then we'll have a, an official game. An official game. That's where we want to be. With the lead, Eston Snyder now, top of the order. He has scored a run today. 0 for 1 with a walk, and he'll take a pitch here for a strike. Dwayne Hickey will be in this chair tomorrow and Sunday. The pitch there, 1 and 1, and uh, the uh, it's going to take a Herculean effort tomorrow. Let's see. There's a slow roller. Had some backspin on it to the second baseman, Kakamese, and he'll throw Snyder out at first. Yeah, Snyder has a way of making a routine ground ball into an exciting play. Yep, and it was pretty close over there. He, he hit that one on he, with some backspin. Yeah, it looked like it was off the end of the bat, maybe. Yep. Now, Brad Coker, the weather forecast tomorrow uh, has its challenges, shall uh, we say. Yes. Coker takes a pitch for a strike. 0-2. No, 1-1. One one. Count is 1-1 one one on Coker and the pitch. Coker hits one to center field, and the Raiders are going to go down quickly in the fourth. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left, and we go to the fifth this afternoon in Murfreesboro. It's Middle Tennessee 3, and St. Bonaventure one, you're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We head to the top of the fifth inning, and unfortunately, John, the in the bottom of the fourth, Dave kept his hamburgers. He didn't give any away from Wendy's. Well, we uh, didn't have any in that first game either. Got to feed my people. Let's get a hit. <laughs> Top of the fifth inning, and it's going to be 8-9-1. Kakamis, the second baseman, 
will lead things off. And here on this 51-degree Friday afternoon, Cockamies fouls one back. And the, uh, the radar is very important right now. As we look at the rain radar, um, well, I was trying to do that. I'll do it on, on this other radar. Pitch low. Yep, so it's one and one, and we're right on the edge of a bunch of green. A bunch of green that's coming <laughs> up from the west and the south, and uh, so it's important to get this half inning in because you're – your uh, phone was telling you that the rain was going to start around 5 o'clock. That's right. And not and stop until midnight. Right. So if we can get three outs here and get this game official, there's we, a ball fouled down the left side. We can feel a whole lot better about a lot. Yep. <laughs> Kyle Cockamise, second baseman. Fly ball down the left side, and I think that's going to get out of play as well. That gets out? Yep. I think it did, and the Blue Raiders ran up against that new padded wall down the left field line and also the new wall down the right field line. Beautiful stonework uh, facing out and padding on the inside to keep the players safe. So the count, two and two. That pitch upstairs, and it's three and two to Cockamize. Got a right-hander working in the uh, the Bonnie's bullpen. Haven't seen a number yet, but I'm not sure I could read it anyway, even if I could see it. Cockamize takes a strike three, and down he goes. That was too close to take, and so back-to-back -back strikeout lookings for Wirtz, who now has five Ks and three Ks in a row. And that's another First Vision Bank strikeout, uh, Chip. First Vision Bank is a proud partner of MTSU Athletics, the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services, First Vision Bank, providing more power to your business. That'll bring up Biagian. We mentioned Cockamize a moment ago. He played uh, at Herkimer Community College for Coach Jason Rathbun. Came over uh, when Coach Rathbun got the job at St. Bonaventure. 1-0 pitch, and that's a strike called. It's 1-1. One one. I suspect he would have liked to have brought a, a lot of that team from if they, here. If they were winning games like that, you know, yeah. with the record he had at, at Herkimer. Uh, well, they, they won the, the JUCO World Series, didn't they? Yes. Oh, that oh, the 2022 winner. Yeah, he's still throwing that breaking ball for strikes. Look at that, one and two now. Well, you know, and, and pitchers don't really mind if there's a little drizzle out there. Yeah. One ball and two strikes on Biagian, and that one just off the plate. It's two and two. Three-one Blue Raiders, top of the fifth. Foul ball down the right side. That's going to get out there, hit the top of the roof, and 
off the clubhouse. After throwing all those breaking balls, there he comes with an 86-mile-an-hour fastball. And if you're throwing a 74-mile, 75-mile curveball, <laughs> all of a sudden that 86 looks like 100. That one popped up and got out of play. That'll be in the stands. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. Fans at the ballpark can exchange any foul ball for a prize courtesy of Zaxby's. Blue Raiders leading 3-1, to one, top of inning number five. With weather on the way, it's key to get this inning over with, this half of the inning, and hold the lead. Biagian was hit by a pitch and scored the only run for the Bonnies here in game two. First game went to the Raiders. 16 to three. High in the air, this one's gonna be playable in foul territory. Wright comes in in front of the dugout, makes the catch for out number two. DJ Wright got to his spot, then found the ball and made a nice play on that. Center fielder number nine. So two away for Jace Tarnish. Tarnish, the center fielder, he is up with two outs. And he is one for two this afternoon. Tarnish singled back in that third inning. It could have been a lot bigger for the Bonnies, but turned out not to be as Wirtz did a nice job pitching out of some trouble. There he throws a pitch outside for ball one. One-0 pitches in <laughs> for a strike on the inside corner. He is just killer with that curveball today. Yes, he is. That thing is working for him right now. Here's the 1-1. That a fastball. Bouncing ball. Knocked down by the first baseman right. The throw to first is not in time. Good call over there as uh, it, it, Wright knocked it down. Words had to get over there. But also at the same time, Tarnish, who has some speed as the center fielder, he got down the line quickly, and it was a bang, bang, bang they gave at him first. A gave him a base hit. I think that's correct. I, I do, too. I, I do, too. I think that's a good, very good scoring call because uh, he just – his foot hit the bag, and the ball and Wart's foot hit the bag just, you know, a split yeah. second later. Yeah, even if uh, Wright uh, handles the ball without uh, – the little bobble, it's not going to make a difference because worse just wasn't there. So an infield hit for St. Bonaventure. And it's not like Wurtz was slow off the mound. Yeah. Swing and a miss there on a foul tip. Count even now, one ball, one strike. Well, I think the the latest little batch of Drizzle has slowed down a little bit. 1-1 one, one delivery. That one misses for ball two. It's two and one. Adam Ranke, 0 for 1 with a walk today at the plate. 2-1, bouncing ball toward second. The play will be at first for the out. And it looked like the shortstop, Coker, was going to be able to make the play and tag second, but cutting across was Mabry, and he made a 
cross his body throw over to D.J. Wright at first to get the final out of the inning. So no runs on a hit, one man left, and we head to the bottom of inning number five, still 3-1 to one Blue Raiders as you listen to Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. 3-1 to one middle as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning here at Reese Smith Jr. Field. 12 o'clock scheduled start time tomorrow. Same two teams, same on Sunday. But as we mentioned, the uh, weather forecast tomorrow is a bit of a challenge, but the best amateur meteorologists that I know are baseball coaches, so they will have this figured out. DJ Wright will lead things off. It'll be the three, four, five hitters. Got to note that uh, Coach Rathman was named the NJCAA Division Three National Coach of the Year by the American Baseball Coaches Association this past spring, which goes along with many Coach of the Year honors between Region Three and the Mountain Valley Conference over the years. So the count 0-2, Herkimer College is in, Herkimer County Community College is in Herkimer, New York. He uh, played for Coach Kevin Nichols when Kevin was the head coach at Erskine College. Really? So you wonder how they end up on the schedule? There you go. D.J. Wright sees an 0-2 pitch, and it's 1-2. Wright, the first baseman, swings and misses there, and down on strikes he goes. That'll be the fourth strikeout for Gabe Watts, first out of the inning. And there comes Jeremiah Boyd striding to the plate. Looking to extend his hitting streak. Yes, he is. We, he needs a hit here. First pitch to him is a strike right on the outside part of the plate, and he he took a good long look at that part of the plate, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm lined up with the... There's a ball hit high in the air, ranging over the shortstop in the second baseman. Nobody knows where it is, and it'll be the right fielder who came in to make the catch. Grilly came in. The shortstop lost it. He thought he had it, got in the second baseman's way, 
and then Grilly came in to make the catch. So that is an unlikely F9 in your scorecard right there. So two away for Galloway. That, that's a ball that's ordinarily handled by the second baseman. And this is uh, Jackson Galloway. Fouls one back. 0-1 to Galloway. He has walked twice in this ball game. Swings through a change up there. Yep, to go 0-2. And Galloway has walked twice today against Watts. Watts trying to turn the tables on him here and does on three straight pitches and strikes out Galloway to end the Blue Raider half of inning number five. No runs, hits, or errors, nobody left. And that is strikeout number five for Gabe Watts. Five innings in the books. We'll go to the sixth here in Murfreesboro with the Blue Raiders leading the Bonnies three to one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip with its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans. It's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Now the Blue Raider managerial crew is out uh, <laughs> dragging the field here as we have completed five. Middle has a new pitcher in the game, and that will be Kota Sato, the six foot sophomore from Yamagata, Japan, and Edmonds Community College. John, you got some numbers on him? Yeah, I sure do. He's making his second appearance. Uh, this is his first in relief. In that first appearance, he went uh, four innings, uh, gave up four runs, all earned on five hits, two walks, four strikeouts. Right now, he's got a 9.00 ERA with no record. You know, that uh, nine goes down in a hurry. A couple of scoreless innings, and you're back in the ballgame. Wirtz was good, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He got Blue Raiders got five innings out of him. Gave up only two hits. One run. It was earned. He walked. I have one. Is that what you have, John? Uh, yeah, he walked uh, Ranky, uh, second batter of the inning. And then five strikeouts, hit three batters. Yep. But he is in a position to win today if the Blue Raiders can keep the door closed.
So this will be the first time we've seen Sato at home. Yep, Sato uh, pitched down in South Carolina and uh, he will be facing the three, four, and five hitters. Jake Putney will be up for the Bonnies. Hit into an inning-ending double play back in the first and in the line out to J.T. Mabry at second. Takes a strike here and is 0 for 1. He's got a pretty uh, interesting number. Number 51, uh, grand ball to Mabry. Yep, they'll throw to first for the out. Right was there. Number 51, you know who that is? Dick Butkus. No, that's <laughs> Willie McGee. That's Willie right. McGee. That's right. Uh, Sato is, uh, they list him, he looks taller than six feet, but he is, uh, anyway, he, a right-hander facing the designated hitter, Grilly, and throws a strike. Swing and a miss. It's 0-1. Grilly on the day is 0-2 and has been a strikeout victim. Line shot here. That's going to be a base hit and only the third hit of the day for St. Bonaventure. Right back up the middle. So 3-1, middle with the lead, but a one-out single for Grilly. Mark Durakji now, the right fielder. And, John, I do believe that that wind has it's come got, to a complete halt. <laughs> uh, it's been doing that all, yeah. all day. First pitch to Durakji misses for ball one. And for the moment, the umbrellas have gone away. Yep. What a... Strange weather day. Well, looking at the radar, that 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 rain that's moving, it's in like two big splotches, and Murfreesboro is kind of right on the edge, on the jagged edge of one of the splotches, which means it's going to kind of start and stop some light drizzle for yeah. for a while, as long as you're riding that edge. Here's a ground ball to short, backhanded throw to second for one to first, gets through to the to the dugout, stays on the field, but that will be a fielder's choice, 6-4. I'm not out. sure that they would have gotten him with a good throw, though, Chip. Correct. So two outs. First base for number 17. And we're going to get a pinch runner here. That's going to be number six. Yeah. The pinch runner is going to be... Connor Verkalone, freshman from Plymouth, Mass. So Pinch for running for the Bonnies, number six, Connor Verkaloni. So Verkaloni, well, that makes sense. So Verkaloni, the pinch runner, and that'll bring Zablewski to the plate. What do you want to bet Connor's folks weren't on that boat? Yeah. That landed in Plymouth. Yep. I don't know. Yep. I don't think there were any Italians on that boat. Yep. 
and Plymouth Rock is actually still there. It yes, is, it is. It is there, and it obviously. I've got a picture of it. I've seen it. You put a foot upon that rock? Oh, well, you can't put a foot upon it because uh, they got a fence around it. But, uh, <laughs> Zablewski fouls one away. Count is one ball, one strike. But you can look at it. Two outs in the inning. And Coda Sato on in relief. Here in the top of inning number six. Swing and a miss at a changeup of 73 miles an hour. So it is a one-two count with two away. Curveball, oh. ooh, nearly. Oh. It, it froze him, but they didn't get the call. Oh, that was close. Zablewski, he was brave to take that one. It was right on the oh, edge. Gosh. Sato. Ready with a 2-2 delivery. The deuces are wild there. 2-2 and two outs. And there's a foul tip and a strike three. As Vita Toe able to hang on onto it. And in the inning, the Raiders uh, see St. Bonaventure get a hit and nothing else. It's no runs on one hit, one left, no Blue Raider errors. And we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's Middle Tennessee three, St. Bonaventure one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. A couple of changes for St. Bonaventure. New pitcher in the ball game is Luke Rogenberg, Rogenberg, and Vercoloni will stay in and play right field. Here go Rogenberg, Rogenberg. Um appeared in uh, 14 games, started seven through 47 innings, 43 runs, 36 of them earned on 59 hits, 28 walks, 29 strikeouts, 6.89 ERA, a one and five record. Well, a five inning outing for Gabe Watts. We'll get you his final numbers in just a moment as he gave up three runs 
on just three hits. All earned. Five walks, five strikeouts is what I have. I think that's right. So the Blue Raiders had Jared Vitato at the plate. The Blue Raider catcher takes a pitch inside to make it 2-0 and as he faces Luke Roggenberg. That pitch in the dirt. Bounces up the first baseline. Well, he is a tall guy, isn't he? Yes, he is. And 6'4", 215 from Avon Lake, Ohio. I have been to Avon Lake, Ohio. That's right out of Cleveland, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is, on the west side. There's a walk on four pitches. Blue Raiders get the leadoff man on here in the sixth inning. Have a former second baseman, former Cleveland Brown quarterback friend who you might be able to figure out who that is. <laughs> uh, lived in Avon Lake. Oh, I had a cousin that lived in uh, Avon Lake for a while. That'll bring up JT Mabry, who takes a strike, and Biscal is the catcher, fake to throw down to first. JT Mabry is one for one with a walk. And right now, Roggenberg is paying a good bit of attention to Vitato, the catcher. That's a little surprising to me. Catchers can't run. <laughs> there, are Can couple, there are a couple that, that have been able to over the, <laughs> over the, over the years. Not many. 1-0 pitch to Mabry misses for ball two. He's the 2-0 misses, and it's 3-0. He's not close to the plate, He's is just he? all around it. Strike call there right down the middle on the automatic, so it's 3-1. John, saw, I don't know if you're on Twitter or not, John. But no, there, I, I saw, don't Twitter. I, saw a, uh, there's a, I found a really good new page that is hilarious uh, uh, to follow. They throw over to first, not in time, but it was, uh, it's at Braves on TBS, and uh, and it is I'm all laughing already. It's all, it's all old video clips of. Did he balk? Apparently he did, and uh, as they send Vitato down to second. So these days they don't. They have not come up with hand signals for stuff yet, so we don't know if it's a balk or if it is a pitch clock. Issue or, or, the, or the, what? Or the, the the whole business about stepping off and yeah, uh, and, yeah. And, and if you you can only throw to first so many times and all that, he, that they, it's uh, they it, it, they have left mystery and and I, I'm I'm starting to agree with Jason Steen's assessment of a lot of these new rules that he went over uh, back at the Groundhog Day luncheon. I, I remember. I think some of them are ridiculous, and I don't see how they they uh, stand the test of time. And that's one of them. Well, you know, uh, we've now got a runner on Mabry's well, on. So that's another one of those deals where, you, where there was not a pitch thrown and a walk is charged. So, so I guess that's how you end up with the runner on, yeah. on second. Yep. Take the ball away. 
Now, yep, take that away. And Gabe Jennings at the plate. So the Raiders have something going here. No outs in the home half of the sixth and leading 3-1. There's a bunt laid down, and it's a good one to the left side. The throw to first is, it's going to be safe, and here comes a run home. The uh, other runner will go to third, and we've got a first baseman that's injured, and and the way that he put the hand with the ball out there, I'm afraid he's got a, a wrist injury of some sort. He is, uh, boy, he is uh, in pain. Yes, he is. Raiders get a run. On and, and he, he caught the ball with his left hand and kind of awkwardly tried to tag the runner coming by. And when the runner, Jennings, hit that, it spun him around, and then he, he immediately went down in pain as the ball popped away. Right. But uh, which, I, you know, you could tell immediately that he was hurt. And it appears to be his left arm area. So right now the Raiders score a run to make it four to one. And and then you've got a runner at third and Jennings is on at first. How are you gonna score that? They haven't put a hit on the board. No, yet. they haven't, not yet. Uh, so you'd score it as a sacrifice? Well, the first baseman gets up, and he was being attended to immediately uh, by Quinn McDonald, uh, the Blue Raider sports medicine staff, and they're going to have to take him out of the ballgame. And he is holding on to that left wrist and forearm. I mean, it was such a bang-bang play there. Yeah. At first, and he, he was doing his job. The Blue Raider runner, Gabe Jennings, was doing his job. They're going to call that uh, an error by the third baseman because the throw was down the line a bit toward the plate, which put the first baseman, Zablewski, in harm's way. Boy, which, uh, yes. So E5, no RBI then. Correct. But a runner at third and a runner at first. Yeah. And uh, we've got a new first baseman. Yep. That's going to be 17. Well, that Defensive change for the Bonnies now at second base, number 26, Chris Holcraft. That's number 17 out there at first base. Well... Or is this? It was it the second baseman that got hurt. Well, that I think that's the pl that is that is the deal. Yeah. Okay. It is uh, Cockenize who was the injured player because they they rotated on the wheel play there. Right. And so it's going to be the second baseman uh, Cockenize who is out. And who did they say came in? Uh, number twenty six. Does that sound right? Yes, it's Holcraft. Holcraft. Chris Holcraft. A freshman. Yeah. H-O-A-L Craft. Center fielder number seven, Luke Vincent. So that change is made as Holcraft comes in. Luke Vincent, the Blue Raiders center fielder there with runners at first and third and nobody out. 
here in the home half of the sixth. Middle leading four to one. Strike call there. The Blue Raiders have put 20 runs on the board today in this doubleheader. Put 16 on the board in the first game and four here in the second game. A slurve in there for a strike and it's one and two. 64 miles an hour is what the that one the board says. That one was slow enough to where it defied gravity yeah. to get there. I wonder if he's throwing knuckleballs or something. <laughs> he's not uh, throwing hard, that's for sure. Two two count and the pitch. That ball is hammered to center field. Going back is Tarnish. He will make the catch. The runner at third will tag, and J.T. Mabry will come home for the fifth run of the day for the Blue Raiders. Five to one. Jennings stays at uh, first. That will be a sack fly to center field for out number one. And Eston Snyder, the right fielder, throw over to first and diving back in is Gabe Jennings. That's another one of those. It, uh, 64 miles an hour. Yeah, it's almost like an Ephus pitch oh. if it had an arc to it. That one was harder, and it was hit harder to center field. On comes Tarnish. He'll make the catch for out number two. That that, that fastball or faster ball was 79 miles an hour. I wonder if that's his fastball. Ah. Shortstop number 13. Yeah, uh, you look at him and uh, his size, and you say, this is somebody that ought to have some be able to bring some serious heat. Well, first pitch hitting there, right to the center fielder. He makes the catch. So, Tarnish equals many who have achieved what he just did, and that is getting three putouts in an inning as the Blue Raiders hit three balls to center field after scoring two runs. In the inning, two runs on a total of no hits. There was a walk, there was an error, and the Blue Raiders leave one. We've played six complete. Go to the seventh at Reese Smith Field. It's now five to one, Blue Raiders over St. Bonaventure on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Welcome back to Reese Smith Field. Five to one. Middle Tennessee with the lead over the St. Bonnie's, the St. Bonaventure Bonnies this afternoon. Again, the two teams will play again tomorrow at noon, weather permitting, and then again on Sunday. And it looks like the forecast is going to be uh, going to be pretty okay on on Sunday. Yeah. We could play two on uh, on Sunday. Well, it all depends on their mode of transportation. <laughs> there you go. I think they bust. They're on a long trip, though, aren't they? So they may have. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. You know, they skipped that first weekend of the, uh, the college baseball season. There's Here's a, a fly ball yep. out to center field over into Biscalis. center. Biscalis, uh Hits it to Vincent, so an F8 there for out number one. You skipped that first weekend. They didn't play midweek, uh, but uh, you look at their schedule, and they have a bunch of doubleheaders scheduled, which is really rough. You better have some pitching. Yep. Holcraft. Second base number 26, Chris Holcraft. Chris Holcraft, who is in for the injured Cockamize. Holcraft takes a ball. There's a strike to even it up at one and one. Holcraft is from, he's from Fayetteville, New York. Not the Fayetteville we know. (laughs) Right down Highway 231. There's a pitch outside, and it is two balls and one strike. One out here in the top of the seventh. Swing and a miss there. Holcraft playing second base after the injury we told you about earlier. Cockamize got hit. This will be his first college at bat. Swing and a miss there, and down on strikes he goes. So that will be the first strikeout for Sato. Actually, it's his second. Oh, you're he you're got correct. He got one in yeah. to end the other inning. You're right. That's right, and it's another first vision bank strikeout. So two away. So first vision, the official strikeout sponsor. This season. Biagian. Arton Biagian at the plate. He takes a strike and it's 0-1. Two outs in the top of the seventh. Sato to the plate. That one, not sure if that one bounced up there or if Vitato just caught it right at the bottom of its, uh, as it dropped to the ground. Either way, he made a nice block on the ball. One ball, one strike. Sato with a pitch. Tried to frame <laughs> it in there and snap it yeah. back into the zone, but uh, that they didn't a, buy that one. No. It's two and one. Uh, that was a little bit too much. It was a little bit too obvious. Two balls and one strike. 
Here's a ball hit high and deep to center field. Vincent on the run, but he will make an over-the-shoulder catch for out number three. So in the inning, no runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We go to the bottom of inning number seven as it is stretch time here at Reese Smith Jr. Field, Middle Tennessee, leading St. Bonaventure by a score of 5-1. to one. You are listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Back at Reese Smith Field, we go to the bottom of inning number seven. The Blue Raiders leading St. Bonaventure by a score of five to one. Didn't give you the six inning totals, but uh, doesn't change. Didn't change much after the top half of the seventh. A run on three hits, one error for St. Bonaventure. They have left five on base. Middle Tennessee, five runs on three hits. They've not committed an error and have left six men on base. They've been able to take advantage of those walks that that, um, the Bonnies have given them. You know, when you can make them pay for those freebies. The Blue Raiders have gotten two innings of work from Kota Sato. And the ball here, it is D.J. Wright hits it about a mile in the air. And the second baseman, Holcraft, over to make the catch. So one out, bottom of inning number seven, and that'll bring up Jeremiah Boyd, who is 0 for 2 with a walk in this game and a five-game hitting streak on the line. I'd say there's a chance this may be his last chance in this ball game. Well, that's really going out on a limb. It's a chance that it may be his last chance. That's it. That's it. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I understand. Here's Here's right, ball, right up the middle, base hit, and his hitting streak is now six in a row. Jeremiah Boyd. I'll tell you one thing, too. If baseball doesn't work out for him, 
being a fullback in, in, in football might. He is built just like that. Well, he's built like a catcher, isn't he? <laughs> Raiders get a one-out hit. And he is a catcher by trade. But yes, he is. Uh, he is. I think he's found his niche as the DH for this Blue Raider ball club. I think you're right, especially with the uh, with uh, you know the current roster of personnel that are there. And as a head coach, if you're you know if you're Jerry Myers and Kevin Nichols, when you're looking at putting a, a lineup together, that he is a guy that you know you've got to find a place for his bat in yeah, the lineup. Sure do, no question. So Galloway, who is 0 for 1 with two walks and a run scored today, swings and fouls one away there, and it's two and one. Average down to 100 now. Yep. With that strikeout, he uh, he's just hasn't found uh, found his stride yet. Well, he hits one a ton there, but it's going to stay go. in the ballpark. Got under it a little bit. Tarnish comes over. He'll make the catch for out number two. Hit that to the deep part of the ballpark. Yes, he did. Two away now for catcher Jared Vitato. Well, he had a big hit back in the uh, in the third, didn't he? Yes, he did, and got the Raiders on the board. J.T. Mabry followed that up with a. Big hit that got two more runs in. They checked the runner at first, but Vitato and Mabry in that 6-7 hole did a lot of damage. There's a ball that's going to get to the wall. It took a dive on Veroloni, and Boyd will round third. He'll head for home, and he will make it standing up, and that is going to be standing in at third. Jared Vitato, the Raiders now lead 6-1, to one, and... Let's see how they score that. If it's going to be an error or it's going to be it's going to be a triple. So officially, Jared Vitato gets a triple on the play, drives in a run, and Jeremiah Boyd says, "My gosh, I got to run all the way from third or first and and uh, at, at a high rate of speed." And, uh, he was uh, hustling. Yes, he was. He was. He was chugging it. Run in, second hit of the inning, and in with a triple. The rare, the rarest of hits in baseball is you have a catcher driving in another catcher. Now, here's a ground ball to short. It'll be out at first as Mabry on a 6-3 ground out for the third out of the inning. But for Middle Tennessee in the inning, it's a run on two hits, one man left, and no errors by the Bonnies of St. Bonaventure. Seven complete. We go to the top of the eighth. Six to one middle over St. Bonaventure as you listen to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We were talking about the triple that Jared Vitato hit in the uh, bottom half of the seventh, and with the drizzle that's been coming down, the grass has a sheen to it, and that was a short hop to the right fielder, but it didn't hop. It, yeah. it, it, it instead it just skidded right underneath the glove of the right fielder, Veroloni, and got all the way to the wall. And that uh, gave, well, first of all, gave Vitato an RBI triple instead of what probably in dry conditions would have been a single. But nevertheless, it counts, and it's 6-1 to one middle as we go to the top of the eighth. Sato's still on the mound for the Raiders. Well, you know, and... He's been looking good. Yes, he has, and... This is the time of year if you want to get more innings, you come in into games that uh, don't have maybe the greatest weather conditions and find a way to get guys out, eat up some innings, and you're going to get some work. Well, Sato was the Sunday starter yep. uh, over in uh, yes, South Carolina. They moved him around a little bit. Here's a ball hit down the right side as the leadoff man Tarnish Fouls it down the line, and Snyder just could not get that far over. So it's a long, loud strike. It's 0-2 on Jace Tarnish. Tarnish Tarnish is 2-for-3 in this game. He has two of the three St. Bonaventure hits. One was of the infield variety. That pitch is upstairs, and it's 1-2. I'd say that Sato's trying to make a statement that would get him back into that weekend rotation. There's a line drive, stays up on the run, making the catch is Eston Snyder. And a running catch as he went from his spot all the way to in front of the scoreboard in right center. Chip, I thought that was going to get down. I thought it was, too, but, boy, uh, Snyder really uh, made up some ground and some good closing speed there. One away for Adam Ranke. Ranke, the left fielder. He takes a pitch low here. Ranke 0 for 2 with a walk. We've got a defensive change that we didn't catch. Ranky ground ball to short, taken there by Coker. The throw in time for the out. There's another one that D.J. Wright saved for his infield. Yep, D.J. with a big stretch there at first. And Coker was deep in the hole anyway. Jake Putney, the third baseman. He is 0 for 3. And stands in from the left side. They didn't catch it next door either, but that's uh, Cam Johnson in left field now. 
Okay. So Cam Johnson now playing left field for the Blue Raiders. Number six on your scorecard. Johnson from Seymour, Tennessee. And he rolls to his left in foul territory. Oh, that ball was fair. He overran it. And there th that's going to be a... That's going to be a single as Johnson overran the ball and it landed in fair territory. Wow. So that's going to end up as a double. He moved toward the foul line and tried to put on the brakes, but had he put them on too hard, his feet would have come out from <laughs> oh, under yeah. him too. Well, that's one of the things when the, uh, the grass starts getting – damp yep um things change well and the the, the grass is going to be damp tomorrow well especially well, the outfield will, will for sure yeah because the tarp will get on here pretty quick is once this game is yep. over Grilly, the dh now at the plate Grilly singled his last time up he is one for three and the infield play played in a little bit at second to try to hold the runner Putney, there's another shot to left field. That, that's a line drive for a base hit. Here comes Putney around third. He'll score. And let's see, out at second. That's going to be a single 7-4 on the putout. Out at second is Grilly. And the run scores. He gets the RBI. And in the inning, it's a run on two hits. There's a man left and no Blue Raider errors. We head to the bottom of the eighth. It's now Middle Tennessee 6 and St. Bonaventure 2. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, a little recap of the final play of the top of the eighth inning. It was Grilly who singled to left, drove in Putney, and then was thrown out 7-4 to four at second base for the third out of the inning. Now the Blue Raiders here in the bottom half of inning number eight. It'll be the eight nine one hitters, Gabe Jennings, Luke Vinson, Eston Snyder. Middle now three defensive outs away from winning their third straight. We've had uh, two outfield assists today. Yeah. Great throw there from Cam Johnson. Uh, 
There's, Whoa. A, there's a bouncing ball off the third baseman, Putney. He'll throw to first in time anyway and make the play. That's a heck of a play on Putney's part. He took a shot to the chest on one bounce. Uh, and actually kind of, he's checking his chin there. <laughs> he may not need to shave oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's going to be a, it, that yeah, went from an adventure to a 5-3 put out. Boy, I, I suspect, Give him a gold star there. Uh, yeah, and something. And that, a red cross. And, a, <laughs> and an ice pack for that chest. <laughs> well, they're going to make a pitching change here as. What are they going to do here? As 13, Rog Luke Roggenberg will leave the game. Pitching change coming up. We'll take a pitching change break here and be back with more right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for St. Bonaventure is Ryan O'Connell, a right-hander, sophomore from Waterford, Connecticut. And it appears he is a transfer from Central Connecticut State. Well, last year he uh, appeared in 17 games uh, for the Bonnies, two starts, threw 28 and a third innings, gave up 37 runs, 31 of them earned on 36 hits, 28 walks, 22 strikeouts, one and three record to go with a 9.85 ERA. All right, Luke Vinson, the Blue Raiders center fielder. He is 0 for 2 with a sacrifice fly. First pitch misses. It's ball 1, 1 and 0. Final numbers on Rogan Burke. Two and a third innings. There's a ball hit in the air. And it'll be the center fielder Tarnish over who makes the catch for out number 2. But Rogan Burke, two and a third innings, two hits, three runs, two of which were earned, two walks, no strikeouts. Right fielder, number nine, and well, that's where we are right now. And that'll bring the top of the order. Eston Snyder, first pitch hitting in the air. Right fielder Veloroni uh, coming in, makes the running catch or Veroloni, I should say, and that will be it for Middle Tennessee in 
the bottom of the eighth. So that was a fly ball to right for the third out. We head to the ninth. Time to hold them Raiders here at 6-2 to two middle. As we head to the ninth, you're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. It's like they're going to get him uh, four innings, or try to get him a four inning save. That's what the Blue Raiders are looking to do as Coda Sato is on here in the top of the ninth. Middle Tennessee leading six to two and three defensive outs away from sweeping the doubleheader today. We've got a pinch hitter coming up. And that is going to be Jackson DeJohn. He is a senior from Rochester, New York. Number seven, Jackson DeJohn. So DeJohn is the third man to bat in this in this hole in the lineup. So Jackson DeJohn swings and swings right through a pitch. It is 0-1. Rochester, New York, home of the Rochester, used to be the Red Wings in Mm -hmm. minor league baseball. Pitch inside there, and it's 1-1. Blue Raider alum Jay Colley was the longtime voice of the Red Wings. He is still... Uh, he's not a, no longer in minor league baseball, but he's been the play-by-play voice of the William and Mary Tribe football and men's basketball for over 30 years. Wow. Jay was the sidekick to Monty Hale Sr. the first year of Nashville Sounds broadcast back in 78. No kidding. Yeah. Here's a ball hit high in the air to left field, and to John's. Ball is going to be caught by the left fielder for the Blue Raiders for out number one. First baseman number 17, Chet Zabluski. Chet Zabluski at the plate. Zabluski 0 for 2 and was hit by a pitch. Fouled one away here. Blue Raiders leading 6-2. to two. There's a ball hit high in the air. Ranging over is Vinson. And two away. Puts it away easily. 
You don't mind seeing fly balls like that. That's correct. So two away for Bascalas. Unless we have man, no pinch hitter here. It is going to be Bascalas. He's saying Biscalas. Biscalas. Which means we've only been saying it wrong for nine innings. Nine innings, yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's pretty close. We apologize. If we put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Strike one pitch misses, and it's one and one. If his mom's listening, and it's our fault, we're yep. sorry. St. Bonaventure down to their final out here with two outs in the top of the ninth. I know we on the uh, on our flagship station WGNS. There will be high school basketball on tonight. Region tournament action begins tonight after the district tournaments wound up earlier this week. Of course, it all will wind up in the glass house for the TSSAA championships. Swing and a miss, and the count even now, two and two on Biscalas. Bonnie's down to their last strike now. The Cicado clapping for Coda Sato. Bouncing ball to third. Dropped by Jennings off the end of his glove. Well, that was a tough, tough chance. I, uh, you got to give him a knee, but yep. it's, uh, that's a tough E. E5, and the game will continue. Second base number 26, Chris, Chris Holcraft, who came in for the injured Kyle Cockamese at the plate. Blue Raiders leading 6-2, to two, two out, pot, top of the ninth. Swing and a miss here on an uppercut swing by Holcraft. Holcraft, a freshman. His first at-bat was back in the seventh inning. Struck out swinging. Well, he's not getting cheated on, on his swings. Strike call there and 0-2. And, and let's see if Sato can wind it up here. 0-2 on Holcraft. Strike three called, and that's your ball game. Holcraft goes down looking, and Middle Tennessee sweeps. A doubleheader over St. Bonaventure here this afternoon, winning 16-3 and 6-2. That's the final here in game two. And as we mentioned, there will be their scheduled games at noon tomorrow and Sunday. We do remind you uh, to keep an eye on uh, Twitter and Facebook and also GoBlueRaiders.com. Uh, the Twitter account, at MT underscore baseball, uh, to make sure, especially with the weather that is coming in tonight, uh, we uh, obviously, like we said, want to make sure that you are up to date on all the information. And uh, tickets today uh, can be used tomorrow as well. If you if you weren't able to make it today, you can use your tickets tomorrow because they did the switch on the, on the two days, on the Friday-Saturday as far as the doubleheader. Middle Tennessee wins it. Six runs on five hits for the Blue Raiders. Two runs on five hits for St. Bonaventure. 
We'll take a timeout. Post-game show coming up after this as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang, burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Welcome back to Floyd, uh, not Floyd Stadium. We're looking at Floyd Stadium over here, but it is uh, at Reese Smith Field where the Blue Raiders win today by final of... Six to two as the Blue Raiders uh, capture the victory. Six to two, and uh, pretty easy to figure out who got what as far as pitching is concerned, John. It'll be 
Jalen Wirtz, who went five innings today, giving up a run on two hits, who will get the victory for the Blue Raiders. And let me look over here and get you the final numbers on on uh, Kota Sato. Sato went four innings of relief today, gave up five, uh, three hits, and uh, a total of two runs. No, make it one run. Uh, and it was earned. Right. He he uh, did not walk anybody and struck out three. So, again, John, if you we talk about it, if you want to make an impression on a coaching staff, uh, you go out there, you don't walk batters, and you uh, and and you get strikeouts, and you let your defense play behind you. That's going to get you in the game every time. Well, we just saw eighteen innings of baseball. And the Raiders issued exactly one walk in, in 18, 18 innings. innings. Yeah, and they they did hit a couple of guys, but uh, <laughs> but uh, they hit more than we did. And yeah. middle middle wins it. Uh, the Blue Raiders scored two runs in the sixth. They scored uh, a run in the seventh, and they had three runs in the third for uh, Saint Bonaventure. A single run in the third, and they came back with a single run in the eighth inning. We'll tell you how the Blue Raiders scored their runs. The three that they scored, the uh, middle uh, had the top of the order up in the third. Snyder walked. Brett Coker flied out to center. A strikeout to D.J. Wright, and all of a sudden you're sitting there with a runner at first and two outs. But Jeremiah Boyd drew a walk, so he moved them up first and second. Then Jackson Galloway drew a walk. And so the bases were loaded with two outs. Jared Vitato, a single, scored one run. That was Snyder to make it one to nothing. And following that, J.T. Mabry uh, had a, a two-run single to make it three to nothing. Uh, Blue Raiders at that point, they're actually three to one as uh, as they had scored a single run in the third. Middle got two runs in the sixth inning after walks to Vitato and Mabry. There was an error on the third baseman as Jennings hit the ball. A sack fly by Luke Vincent was the first out of the inning, uh, but the Raiders were able to score on the air and score two runs there. Got a single run in the seventh inning after a one-out single by Jeremiah Boyd, which extended his hitting streak to six games. After, uh, then a fly ball out to Galloway, a triple by Vitato that skipped under the glove of the right fielder, and uh, that uh, was how your six runs got on the board today. Yeah, Vitato, uh, good day for the uh, the backup catcher. He goes two for three with a uh, with a couple of RBI. Uh, so uh, you know that uh, that was impressive. Certainly was. Middle gets the win today, six to two. Uh, Coach Jerry Myers will be joining uh, Austin Pert down on the field here in just a minute. Uh, and uh, whenever we're ready, we're ready to go. And uh, we'll send it down to Austin Pert right now as he's standing by with Coach Jerry Myers. That's Chip Walters. Yep. Go ahead. No. Can you hear me? I can. Go right ahead. Get, you can ask the questions, Austin. Yeah. You asking the questions. Yeah. 
Well, it was a good day all the way around. Uh, you know, anytime I told our guys, you don't uh, you don't take for granted uh, winning winning. And we could have played better at a lot of different uh, points in in both of those games, actually. But uh, we did enough all the way around. Uh, you know, long day, cold day. Uh, you know, when we all said and done, when we uh, uh, you know keep pounding the zone and play defense, uh, even when we maybe didn't you know do enough offensively through some spurts in there, uh, that's what helped us up any free 90s there in that second game. Free 90s Walker uh, had a couple hit by pitches, but uh, for the most part, we played a really good defense and pounded, pounded the zone. And then had some big at-bats late in that second game for sure. Um, Ham settled down, uh, uh, not really settled down, but got in a groove, obviously, in the, in, from the third inning on, and that was that was a really big tone setter for us as well. All right. Yeah, I mean, I told our guys just try to stay engaged the whole time. It's not going to be easy all the time to stay stay engaged like you want to. Um, you know, when you uh, when you know you're going to play 18 innings and you 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 know have that in front of you uh, from the standpoint of trying to stay locked in on the inning that you're playing right now and the pitch that you're playing right now. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, it gets a little distracting when you're trying to trying to think about uh, you know what what may happen uh, throughout the course of the day. You know you're going to be out here for a while, but our guys did a really really good job of staying focused. Um, and uh, I think, uh, like I said, playing defense throughout the 18 innings was probably the the most pleasing thing to me. All right, that's going to be it. As uh, we heard from uh, Coach Jerry Myers down below, good to hear from him. And, and he uh, reiterated the points that we made. You play good defense. You, play, you know, and I'm, I'm a big believer in if you play good defense and pitchers work quick. That's right. That uh, defense is going to be better, number one, and you're going to win baseball games. Well, it, uh, I like the fact that uh, our pitchers are throwing a lot of ground balls, Chip. Yep. And uh, we've got a good defense in the infield. Let them play. That's correct. We'll take a timeout and come back and give you the final numbers in this one. Middle Tennessee wins by a score of 6-2 to two to sweep today's doubleheader. Back to wrap it up and final totals after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back to the ballpark. Middle Tennessee gets the win today to go four and two on the year, winning a doubleheader today. The Blue Raiders were one and two after last weekend and have now won three straight, beating Southeast Missouri on Tuesday and a doubleheader sweep here of St. Bonaventure with two more games scheduled for the weekend. And uh, John, uh, final numbers on this one. Final numbers on this one uh, go through the uh, the line score. Two runs, five hits, one error for St. Bonaventure. Six runs, five hits, one error uh, for the Raiders. Uh, that's making good use of uh, yes, it five is. hits. It yes, is. it is. Uh, for St. Bonaventure, the, the loss goes to Gabe Watts, the starter. He went five innings, gave up three runs on three hits, walked five, struck out five. Uh, a couple of relievers. Then for middle, Jalen Wirtz gets the win. He's now 1-0. and uh, Goes five innings. Good, strong five innings. I thought Jeppy was yep. really good with his breaking ball. Uh, gives up one run. It was earned on two hits. One walk, five strikeouts. Uh, Koda Sato comes on and gets a – should get the save on that. They don't have it on the scorebook, but he should get a, a four-inning save on that. Gets, it gives up one run. It was earned on three hits, no walks, three strikeouts. On the uh, the hitting, uh, you know, when you only get five, there's not much you can say. But you got to uh, uh, if you go two for three with a couple of RBIs and uh, you're the backup catcher, Jason uh, Vitato, <laughs> he's got to be the hitting star of the game, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jeremiah uh, Jeremiah Boyd uh, scores a couple of runs. Uh, 
and he extends his hitting streak uh, to six games now. So I think that about wraps it up. We played this uh, second one in two hours and 15 minutes. Had a good day. Yep. Two wins. Get some other uh, just quick scores around uh, Conference USA. Uh, Middle wins the first game 16-3. to They win the second game 6-2. to UAB beat Murray State today 4-2. to Army and Charlotte are tied at 4 in the ninth. Uh, Rice trailing number two Stanford 4-2. to That game uh, out in California. Uh, Ohio uh, loses at Western Kentucky 14-1 to today. The Hilltoppers had some lumber going there. Uh, FIU and Missouri no score bottom of the second. South Florida at Florida Atlantic, no score in the second. St. Mary's is at UTSA, no score in that one. And coming up at 7 o'clock, Nichols State is at Louisiana Tech. And Austin P is at Dallas Baptist at 7.30. Dallas Baptist, the new member in baseball of Conference USA. I uh, want to remind folks again the schedule right now as we have it. 12 o'clock tomorrow. These two teams will play game three, game four scheduled for Sunday at noon. But uh, do keep an eye on the weather because uh, a lot of rain coming in tonight and through the morning. And uh, that game time may or may not uh, move. It all depends on how the weather is looking. But they will do what they can to get that that third game of the series in tomorrow. Well, I will be here. Yep. So you won't. I will. I will. <laughs> I will drop by. I promise you that. But uh, I have duty at three o'clock over in Murphy Center for the final home men's basketball game of the regular season. Now, so will we be streaming tomorrow? Is that streaming? Tomorrow is streaming okay. only on the Varsity app. Also on the Blue Raider app and GoBlueRaiders.com. Uh, streaming tomorrow and then back on the radio on Sunday. So. I guess that's going to do it. It's been a good day for the Blue Raiders. Boy, it's super. Yep, middle tension, good, uh, good defense, a little bit of, not a little bit, a lot of hitting in yeah. the first game, and just enough in the second. So, yep, Blue Raiders win the first game, sixteen to three, win the night cap by a score of six to two. Jackson Smith has been our producer this afternoon for game two, and uh, hope to join you again tomorrow. Dwayne Hickey will be in the saddle uh, to join John tomorrow and Sunday and uh, hope that you'll have a chance to come out to the ballpark if the weather breaks you have a chance to get baseball and basketball tomorrow as uh, the Blue Raider basketball game is set for 3 p.m. at the Murphy Athletic Center. All right so for John Callow this is Chip Walters saying thanks for being with us tonight and so long from the ballpark as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. Next, another special news radio WGNS broadcast.